a Radio 191 FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. Oh, you're back on the one ready one ninety one FM. You're, you're actually on the one ninety one FM. Uh, I gotta say, Morena now, <laughs> Morena. Um, kia ora tato. Welcome to Radio One Ninety One FM. Radio Idirangi Kotahi uh, for Tuesday, the eighteenth of May, twenty twenty one. It is now half past eight, and we are on air after not being on air. And usually, I'm told not to talk about these things when we go uh, when things kind of break down. But something went wrong up there. You know, it was windy. It probably snowed. It was all kinds of weather. It's probably a hurricane or something. So we were down for a while, but we're back, and I'm so glad that we are because. You know, fortunate times in my life, um, well, not my life, but in my radio life, it's great. I get to meet interesting people and have great chats. And because we've been off here for so long, I've, I've, I've actually had uh, a nice, pleasant 20 minutes with the next uh, person that I'm on here. So we've been able to have a nice little comfortable chat. It's nice to get to know you, um, Mary. Uh, Mackenzie Everett. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Morena. Morena. Kuratato. Uh, welcome to the show and welcome into Radio 191 FM. You've been here for five months and it's the first time walking into this I know. Uh, beautiful How little bad, booth of ours. It? Wow, I would say, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be around the bush. I'm going to be honest about it. Um, terrible of you. But you're finally here and that's fine and you'll be here one more time at least uh, before the year is out. Well, glad to be. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, welcome. You are the political rep. So, tell me, what is it, what is it like being a political rep in a year where there's no local or national elections? Well, that's the thing. Um, so, I'm only the the second polls rep ever. So, um, mm. on USA. So, Francesca Dykes was the first one last that's year, right. and of course, 2020, her role big time was um, pushing for student engagement in elections. Um, so, for me, when I came into this role. Um, I kind of had to reimagine it a little bit, yes. you know. Um, and a lot of that has been essentially just working on submissions, which sounds a lot more boring than it actually is. Um, <laughs> sounds more boring than it actually is. Um, yeah, basically, I, I work with um, the OIC, DCC, um, and mm-hmm. Parliament really yeah. um, to advocate for students. So. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a lot less focus on elections and like political movement within students, but um, that work has to continue all year round, whether or not it's an election year. So yeah, that's right. Um, you know, that's the cool part about having this role now is that we actually have someone within OUSA that's dedicated to doing that, not just in an election year, because everyone else can be so busy all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. So obviously there are things that directly affect students um, that you'll be writing submissions and fighting on behalf of, of for the student body of, but there'll be other things probably outside of the university scope for now that will affect people in the future. Do you have to kind of recognise those things and fight for them as well? Yeah, for sure. Like whenever I write a submission, we always talk about the fact that we're advocating for current students and their futures, but also people who aren't students yet too. So mm-hmm. future students, um, which always comes into things like the DCC tenure plan. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's more particularly with um, the. I guess um, when the DCC removed the tertiary precinct upgrade um, project from the 10-year plan, quite sneakily, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a big deal because not only does it affect students now, you know, that we're never going to see any big changes. Anyone who's studying now isn't going to see any big changes within the tertiary precinct. Um, but, yeah, it means that students who are coming here in 10 years also won't, which yeah. is just so, it's such a long period of time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, it sort of it does lead itself into into anything really. So like I get parliamentary updates all the time about what um, what bills are going through Parliament that are calling for submissions, and I sort of have to read over um, each one and make sure that. Is there something that could have an impact on people who are studying right now, people who are going to be moving into their careers afterwards, or, or anything, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty broad, and, but I guess what it comes down to is I'm running a 10-hour role, so I can only take on as much as I can fit within 10 hours a week. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Don't you find it weird that um, the DCC do a 10-year plans every three years? Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, I can see that they're trying to, you know, do forward planning, but um, it doesn't make much sense to anyone else who isn't involved in the continual cycle of DCC tenure plans. Oh, it's ridiculous, because (laughs) goals sometimes shift, but you've got to have things set in stone, otherwise those things won't get done right, and then you'll have some people come through next time that might have differing opinions and have more of a, Mm -hmm. a say that time, and then things that could have been great go by the wayside like the yeah. tertiary precinct upgrade i mean that's literally just the perfect example we've been talking about this since 2008 i yeah. think yeah um i was 10 in 2008 mm. <laughs> you I'm know i'm not going to tell you how old I was <laughs> you don't need to it's all good yeah. <laughs> um, but like that's just that's just the whole the whole craziness of the dcc pushing this back again mm-hmm. is that i could be 30 40 by the time anything's actually done i'll be dead <laughs> well i mean if if you follow dcc bureaucracy we might all be yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it because i live in south dunedin <laughs> well let's not talk about global warming yet it's too early to cry <laughs> Uh, but that's, I mean, and but that's a big thing too, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. Um, we, we, uh, you, you'll be working, no doubt, on a lot of, of climate things. We've yeah. had some big bills um, recently. Well, not really this year, but last end of last year. Yeah. Uh, but there's always current things going through. So, I mean, do you push for things even when there's no calls for submission? Are you seeing, like, if you've got st- students, particularly, you've not just things that you've seen that are coming through um, that you might have ideas about uh, and you think that it, it's good um, to have a student voice behind, uh, but are you, are you getting students coming up and let's just say recently um, let's look at uh, Hong Kong or Myanmar Mm. Um, you know students asking are they asking you to put pressure on the New Zealand government to get something done Mm, yeah so um, I mean the Myanmar protest is a good example so we had a student approach us whose family um, are in Myanmar and are refugees Mm -hmm. Um, and she came and spoke to us at an executive meeting and sort of explained her experience and what's happening and she was one of the people who organised the um, the protest in Dunedin and so we like threw our support behind her and um, I worked with her quite closely to help with um, even just like the event organisation and I helped her with like um, the Facebook event page and things like that and uh, not necessarily part of my role um, just because I'm the political representative but also because it's something that I think you know students need to care about and we do mm-hmm. um and so with that sort of stuff, it's, you know, like I we OUSA represents 20,000 people. Yeah. So it's really hard to, to say that everyone within that student body agrees with you because we represent so many different... This is another thing. It is another thing. Right. You know, we re- represent every political opinion under the sun. But yeah. what it comes down to is, you know, OUSA is a powerful body and we need to be supporting those students who need support. 
mm-hmm. not those who don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's what I think it comes down to for me. Um, I came into this role so that I could, you know, use my privilege to uplift voices that aren't my own. Yeah. Um, and to, to, you know, put work into, yeah, helping those who need it and making sure that, for example, the Myanmar protest goes well and that students know about it and that they have the chance to engage for sure. I um, commend you for what you just said. I think that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I hope to emulate that myself. Uh, <laughs> hopefully that, that was great. Yeah. Um, that one of the most, you know, we, we're both in very privileged positions. Yeah. Um, and if we don't use our voices um, to help those less fortunate, then why the hell are we here? Exactly. And, and that's, um, I think it was sort of a question I asked myself when I ran for OUSA because I didn't want to take up space that wasn't um, mine to take up, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, when you... You know, I, I grew up in, like, um, single-parent, beneficiary household, West mm-hmm. Auckland, um, and I saw a lot of hardship from quite a young age, and I experienced it too. Mm-hmm. But I also experienced how, you know, being from a Pākehā family, um, I got opportunities where others didn't. Yeah. And recognizing when you have privilege is such a huge part of um, holding yourself accountable and making sure that you're yeah I guess just using your privilege not just for yourself but trying to uplift others I think it's just so important and something that I want to do for the rest of my life amazing amazing Um, West Auckland so do you love Shihad (laughs) <laughs> oh god <laughs> we're still <laughs> I, it's well West Fist, baby. <laughs> we're slave um well yeah i grew up i grew up in massey so like that's the og yeah. hometown you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but i haven't been back in ages like i haven't been back in five years my family wow. yeah my family all live in Tauranga now they did the um the JFUG uh, exit. <laughs> you know, yeah. Which is a weird place. It is a very, it's a very strange place because I go back for summers now, you know, yeah. and I have since first year. Like, um, but I didn't like know anyone. Yeah, you know. There's a great DIY music scene there, but still the town, like, and, and no, like, no offense to anyone from from <laughs> Tauranga, uh, and, and, and I'm not trying to cause any trouble, but it just feels like it's void of culture. Oh, but now I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> it's weird. And Bethlehem's yeah. just weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably wrong. It's just what I've seen. Yeah, and I think because young people tend to leave as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> is what I sort of find. Yeah, we're being mean um, now. Please don't text them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tauranga is probably amazing, and um, good we're beaches. Just, we love the beaches. Yeah, yeah, and we're just probably not seeing the sides of things that we should be seeing. I just go home and spend time with my grandparents. So. But that's awesome, <laughs> and I love it for that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so they were already they were already there with it. No, they all moved down. So my they family, all moved down. yeah. So my um my auntie and uncle, my grandparents lived on a farm out west in Topaki. Yeah. Um, and then they all moved down, and then my mum followed suit. So oh, they cool. all live on a um yeah. little farm out in the Kaimais. Yeah. Oh, sweet. You're a nice, tight-knit family. Yeah, like that. I know. That is cute. That's the Scottish in you. Yeah, it is. Shines <laughs> 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 so sometimes. <laughs> so what are, you, what are your most proudest achievements this year? Ooh, big question. Um, yes, it is. I really feel proud of being able to submit to Parliament on the um, Safe Spaces Amendment Bill. Yeah. I think that was um, definitely a high point for me. Um so I submitted via Zoom, and I spoke right after three big old 
pro-lifers, pro-lifers. And, yeah, I think I got my point across really, really well. Um, We were, I mean, I sort of talked about um, how, you know, 150 metres of safe space around an abortion clinic is so important for um, making sure that people feel safe. And, I mean, that's sort of one of those examples of something that doesn't just impact students, it impacts everyone, but it can impact students even more, um, which is why I thought it was really important for USA to have a voice on that. Um, So I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of um, the first submission I wrote this year was on the... um, the Climate Change Commission's draft advice to government. Mm-hmm. It was a baptism by fire. Um, <laughs> it was like, I don't even know how many words there are. I think it was like 5,000 words or something for my first submission. Wow. Um, but that was That's really, really cool. I know. I literally... <laughs> <laughs> Could try to get paid for this, eh? <laughs> well enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. Um, and to to be able to um, talk about you know the impacts that climate change is going to have on students, yeah. Um, past, present, and future, um, it was a big deal. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. And hopefully, um, government takes some of that advice to heart. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've yet to see the results of that, but um, yeah. So um. The real interesting thing I find here for the two things that you uh, just spoke about, which I, for, for my my personal and my personal belief, are just so important for me. But as you said earlier on, we represent twenty thousand students, yeah, and there are students out there that are pro-lifers, yeah. There are students out there that um, don't believe in man-made climate change. Yeah, you know, uh, and these oh, yeah. kinds of things. So, I mean, it's different. It's difficult because OUSA, I guess, is really seen as a left-leaning liberal entity. Yeah. So, I mean, has that been challenging for you in terms of reaction from the student body? I haven't had a lot of. Um Negative feedback. I don't think I've had really I mean, I much know negative I feedback. I know we're apolitical. Um, we must say that. Yeah. But I, I, I would say in cause, in causes wise. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's important to to say that when you try and, um, I guess, put a label on a, an organisation saying that it's left leaning, it might look like that to some people. But I think for the most part, what we do is we advocate for students who have higher needs and who need that. Ab- advocacy yeah, 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 so yeah. i don't i don't really see it as you know me pushing across my personal political agenda no because it wouldn't be fair and you can you can't um, no exactly and, and i'm I don't. sure you don't no so for me it's more about advocating for um students who who need that advocacy so yeah. um you know i think yeah i think that's what rot drives me um so yeah, in terms of like representing it, it's hard because you know we have literally so many youth wings, right? We've got youth wings from pretty much every political party yeah. um, at on campus at Otago. So I haven't had any bad feedback yet about what we've done. Um, maybe I will now. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but like you know, to use your example of um, people who are pro-life on campus, the one thing that I said in my submission is everyone has a choice. No yeah. one, no one is being. Um, encouraged to believe anything either way but if people want to have the choice to access a specific kind of health care then they need to have that choice yeah. and so you know we don't advocate for anything that is going to 
negatively harm students who decide to to do anything. What, what we advocate for at the heart of it is making sure that students have choices. Uh-huh. So another example of that is the um, the student code of conduct. That's uh, consultation that's just finished, well, just um, closed. Is you know the whole idea of the proctor being able to give fines to students for having rubbish on their property. I mean. Why should students have to <laughs> have to deal with that at all, right? Students yeah. need to have choice. Students need to have a you know self determination. <laughs> yeah. So um, you're adult. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I think it's just something that this is a yeah. These are private dwellings. Yeah. Oh, I mean, even from a law student perspective, this just it's, drives me nuts. It's insane. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We actually spoke with. Like you um, had to put. You, it would have to be a council, council by law that is. Citywide, oh, surely. Yeah. I like. I don't. I don't know if it would be legally enforceable if they tried to put that across. To be honest, and we would probably organise a really big protest if they. Oh, did. totally. So. Um, oh, you'd go straight to court for the first fine, right? Yeah, I mean, we we had a we had a chat to the um, the vice chancellor yesterday yeah, about it. Nice. So we made we made sure our voices were very yeah. very clear yeah. on the matter. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest. You should. Before we have a clean place, it's good to live in a nice, tidy environment. Mm. It's awesome, but if you don't, that's your your choice. That's your prerogative, as, isn't it? As long as it's you not pay on, rent. If, if it's not impinging <laughs> on me being able to, you know, if I get glass on my foot, I'm going to be pissed at you. Mm. But uh, if that broken glass is on your property, uh, I just don't need to look at it. Yeah, and I'm exactly. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing that drives me nuts about the the code of conduct is that they actually changed the purpose with this whole new proposal. They changed the purpose of the code of conduct from something like I can't remember what it was, academic um, integrity to well-being of students. Mm. Um, and then they go and add punitive measures to fine you for having rubbish on your property. Where's How is that? Yeah, yeah, what's yeah, that yeah. got to do with well-being? You yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I said that to the vice chancellor yesterday. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, how well that went down, but um, you know, I. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. You kind of have to have thick skin to be able to say what you need to say in this role, or or on OUSA at all. You know. Yeah. Um, if you want to do your role properly, you you need to kind of not care what other people think as long yep. as you you are held to account and you're doing everything that you think you should be mm-hmm. um yeah 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 but the the code of conduct thing has been a very interesting no uh, doubt. debacle <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no doubt no doubt well we're gonna have to leave it there because I need to get ready for my next guest who you've been hiking with <laughs> Yeah, Kylie. <laughs> yeah, Kylie Price is going to be the organ pipes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the organ pipes. Yeah, with, with pipes like that up at the organ pipes. Oh my God, uh, stop did it! She, did, she, did she sing? Did she get up there, arms spread out for the sound of music style? She should have. That would have been incredible. I know. Uh, <laughs> um, such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much for the work you've been doing um, for us all. Uh, I say that for students, for non-students, um, for those ones who are the age of my children um, <laughs> moving forward all these things like you said it's not just for um, the student body now um, it, it's it's for us all so um, thank you so much for thank the you. hard work because yep if you if your first thing you did was a 5,000 word submission <laughs> wow <laughs> I do want to say something though and it's that um, anyone can do it you know yeah like it was I definitely threw myself in the deep end but um, 
I really encourage anyone who sort of wants to get more involved in the student community down here to run. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I only won it by like 11 votes. Yes. Um, something got, something got, crazy we'll like that. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. If you're thinking about doing it, just do it. I signed up in the last hour. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> and she just got a sweet job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it works out. Pays out in the end, guys. Yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, Thank right. you. Uh, that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.